What's up, everybody? It's Dylan with DS for Dyslexia, back to Dyslexic Dylan. Today we've got a special guest. We've got fabulous Freddie. Freddie Fox is in the house, the motivational speaker. And how are we doing, Freddie? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. A little bit of the jit is now being on the <laughs> side of the table, but um, I'm excited, man, and I'm glad it's on your show, man. Let's do a little background. Tell us about yourself, Freddie. You've got a show. Yeah, yeah, man. I got it's called the Saturday Night Sit Down with Fab, Freddie Fox, America's Big Brother. Um, and, and it's something that I that I um. Just like you, man. I started saying these podcasts and things that are going out, and and I'm 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 a people person, man. I'm huge on people. I love talking to people, hearing their stories, and, and just really, um, kind of digging in, um, and just finding out more because that's how I feel like I'm able to better myself. I learn things that people may have may gone through different experiences, or seen things differently, or learn something new that I can apply to myself to try to make myself better. Um, and hopefully, like I said, with my show and really doing that, and then passing that down to the younger generation, helping their uh, transition or growth into manhood or adulthood be a little bit easier because it's it's, it's very difficult when you don't have the right role models or, or the right um, uh, people to look up to. Um, you kind of get lost and 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 then start idolizing the wrong thing and just get get in trouble. And um and it's very scary and it's very uh, uh I guess that's for myself, man. I went through a lot of depression and anxiety and, and all these things. Um, trying to figure out who Fab is. Um, and finally getting to that point of really being comfortable with my aunt, who I am and, and what I'm doing is just a major blessing that I want everybody to have, you know? Yeah, so this is a show for dyslexia, awareness, and motivation. And, you know, we want to, uh, I want to inspire, and I, I want people to know that, you know, do what you want, you know? Absolutely. You know, e- education and grades, they don't matter. You know, it's it's the first step that you do as a child. After that, doesn't matter. College, no, you don't have to. College, if so, yeah, go do it. You know, so I thought it'd be great to have you on here because you're all about, you know, motivation and making sure you're there for somebody. And, you know, when you are misdiagnosed with something, you're just diagnosed with something and you're struggling. You know, we all struggle with something and we should really, really help throw a hand down, pick somebody up when they're down, Absolutely. make sure that they know we're there. And, you know, it's dyslexia, it's ADHD, it's whatever it is. We all struggle and we all have, you know, mountains to climb, but there's no reason we got to climb alone. So, with that being said, what are your thoughts on a respectful man? What is a respectful man? Oh man, this is, is kind of page out of my book, but um, I've been I've been thinking about it a lot, and for me, um, being a respectful man comes down to a couple of things. Is um, number one, being true to yourself. Um, you know, that's 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 where it starts. Because like my mom has always told me, uh, well, my, my one of my, my my favorite quotes that my mom has ever said is that I'd rather people hate me for who I am than love me for who I'm not. Um, and, and that just kind of resonated because, you know, if you don't like who I am, kind cool. Don't like me, move on, go about your life. But as if I'm being real and I find people who really love me, those are the true blessings. So and that's number one is really being true to yourself, um, being honest um, and genuinely just caring and just, just genuinely care about your fellow man. Like, like, I, like I said over my show, man, I love everybody. Whether I met you or not met you, you could have done me wrong or, or whatever, but I got love for you because you're a person. You know, and, and it's in my nature to love people, so I'm going to love you regardless. I'll help you out regardless. Um, you know, you could probably score me or do me wrong along the path, man, but that that that, that doesn't gonna take me away from me trying to help you be a good person. So I think those are the things that, that come down to it is, again, just really being true to yourself, uh, being honest, um, and being very, very caring. What is your background and what was your childhood like? Uh, man, so um, I am... Uh, 
just kind of bugs people out when I say this, man, but I'm 100% Puerto Rican. Um, uh-huh. And yes, yes, we do come in different shades. Uh, uh, but I was I was born in Puerto Rico, but I wasn't raised. I was born there, and I was brought here when I was 20 days old. Um, and and I absolutely loved growing. I grew up on Con Ave, Connecticut Avenue here on the west side of Sanford. Um, and it was just an, an amazing community, and that's that's where I developed the sense of of that. You know, it takes a village to raise a child because we were always very. All of our neighbors are very close to each other. We helped each other out. We knew all our kids and all those things. You know, if we needed to look out, foods, cookouts, birthdays, you know, we were always there. Um, so I think that, that, and just like my mom is like that too. My mom is a huge people person and caring. My dad too. They just got kind of all just added up to the person that I am now um, and really just having that sense of community. So I just loved, I loved growing up on the app. I do. I say it all the time. I have so many great memories. My parents still live over there. So going back over there and just, you know, you know, we used to play kickball over here. We go sledding over here. We used to have the the up the hill, down the hill, uh, football games and basketball games and all those things, and just really that strong sense of community. Um, so, so that 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 was just a beautiful thing growing up, man. So I really appreciated that. What was school like for you? Uh, school was great up until a certain point, man. I think um, you know, all of elementary school, I was a really great student. Um, for the most part of high school, but um. I just, it just stopped clicking me for me at one point. You know, I just, I just felt that I was just meant for more than textbooks and, and, and you know, just working in an office or, or um, and none, no disrespect to people do that. You know what I mean? Like if that's your calling, great more power to you. But for me, it just didn't sit well. I just wanted to be done with school. So I remember, which is the biggest mistake. I graduated high school, 2004. Um, and I was like, you know what, I'm, I'm going to try to go to video games. And I went to um, uh, I went to Gibbs College. I started college two weeks after high school, which was a huge mistake. <laughs> it was a huge mistake because the transit there was no transition time for me. Yeah. Um, and it was really rough. Um, you know, I remember like one time sitting in class and I'm like, I really got to go to the bathroom. But do I raise my hand? Like, do I get up and go? Like, I just, you know, and, um, and then when I realized I can get up and go, I, like, I could just leave whenever I want. Yeah. Like, ain't nobody check it. I could just leave. And, and that was the, the downfall, man. I started doing really bad. I, I failed. I, I, I flunked out uh, first uh, time I was there for computer networking. I'm a computer programming. Um, then I tried it again a couple years later for um, computer for computer networking. Just the whole school thing wasn't for me, man. And and, um, and then I wanted to go back because I, I was just getting to the real world and seeing all these things. Like, it's oh, so important to have a degree. You need to have this paper. You need to have this paper. You need to have this paper. Um, so I was like, I need to go get that paper. And um, But I didn't want to have to pay for school. And I got lucky. Um, it was a gift and a curse when I got fired or uh, well, laid off from Cablevision when they got bought out. Um, they We got into this program with the government where um, they paid for my schooling. Oh, So I got I went back to school for business administration completely paid for you know what i mean like my whole tuition my books everything i didn't spend the dime um to go on and i got it and and one of the main reasons that i wanted to get it was because um i wanted my kids to see that you know to see that they dad could do it and and, and just just to kind of like i guess do that check box in life too like oh college degree you know what I mean? yeah like um but um yeah that that was the reason why I went back. I just wanted to get that check mark in hopes of trying to find a better job, but it's still like I I'm, I'm I feel like I'm meant to do more, man, and I'm I'm just doing a I'm enjoying a lot more doing my podcast and, and you know being my own boss and an entrepreneur and all those things is so much better than uh working for somebody else. So 
Did you struggle with anything uh, in school at all, ever, other than like checking out? Uh, I, 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 things that I struggled in school for really was I was trying to find myself, you know, and that was one of my biggest struggles is just trying to like, like I said about those things being respectful, man, is finding out who I am and being okay with it. Um, I just always felt like I got judged a lot. I was teased for being a fat kid. I was teased for singing in a concert choir and, and loving singing. I was, you know, teased for being in drama and I was teased for all these things. So I kind of um, needed to find myself. And that was, I guess, the biggest struggle. Because, I mean, the, the schoolwork, I could do that. You know, if I really put my mind to it, I could get good grades and, you know, ace the test and stuff. But it was when I wanted to. Yeah. Which wasn't. Often, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Lots, you know what I mean, like, yeah. but you know, and I had to do it. I had to do it. Um, but um, you know, I think that the, that was the biggest struggle is dealing with my peers and, and trying to be comfortable with being myself. Who'd you look up to as a kid? Did you have like a celebrity person you looked up to? Man, I was so like, like I was telling you before, man. I'm 100 percent Puerto Rican. My my dad is white with green eyes. My mom is on the dark skin. So I didn't understand. Um racism or really see that type of stuff until I got to school. You know what I mean? And we yeah. started learning about, you know, um, you know, uh, slavery and, and segregation and all those things. And it like blew my mind. I'm like, my, my, like my dad's white, but, and people would look at me like one of the stories that I just get back to that too, is like, I remember going to my dad's job and I said, this a lot too. I went to my dad's job. He was working in Costco and, um, to go see him. And I was like, you know, hey, is uh, Freddie here? I mean, my dad, me and my dad, and my brother all have the same name. So I was, you know, is Freddie here and stuff? And his boss yells to the back, he's like, hey, Freddie, some niggas here to see you. And my father went ballistic, man. Oh, he went ballistic. And I say to this day, man, I think the only reason that man survived because my dad didn't want me to see him catch a body. Um, <laughs> but uh, you know, and he packed up his stuff, his, his whole shit, and he quit that job that very same day. We walked out together. Like he was not gonna deal with that. Um, so, so that that's that, that's what I started to pick up in school, and that's where my my biggest role model came in was Martin Luther King, um, you know, and just seeing you know everything that he was fighting for, and all those things. But I remember like I was the only kid in, in elementary school because I would recite the "I Have a Dream" speech word for word, word for word, um, and, and that was when I started to idolize certain people, and um, I, I you know Malcolm X was big too. I just you know. I, more of Martin Luther King because it was just about love and peace, you know, and really being, I guess, looking at that as as, as as the bigger man. And then, you know, seeing Mahatma Gandhi and Mother Teresa and just all about that loving and caring type of thing. And that type of person just resonated with me because that's who I am. I'm just, I am. I'm such a loving and caring person, you know, for anybody and everybody. And I want to see everybody do well. So those would be the people that I guess I would have to look up to first, Martin Luther King and Mahatma Gandhi and Mother Teresa. That's awesome. Where do you see yourself in five years? Man, no, the I I really, really want to to have the number one podcast, man, when it comes to this international. I want to be able to reach out and be in there and just in a sense because I want to like I tell like I've been saying to myself, and for me, one of my biggest fears is being forgotten. I refuse to live this life and not leave an imprint somewhere. You know, and not leave an impact some way, somehow. And I feel that, that I, let me rephrase it, I know 
that by doing my podcast and really sticking to my gut, staying true to myself is how I'm going to be able to leave that mark. So that's why I want to be up there and have an amazing podcast. What is a life lesson that you want to teach your kids but not have to teach them? You know what I mean? Like they watch you do it. What is something that you do that you want your kids to carry on? Just be loving, man. And, and I really believe that love will change the world. That's how we're going to leave an impact and make a difference. If we all learn to just love and really love unconditionally, you know, people for who they are and what they are and stuff like that is how to do that. And I, and I lead by example, by caring and loving that. And, and even things that I do like unconsciously, like I remember one time, um, you know, recently we were into the, uh, we we're here at the Stanford mall. Um, and, uh, you know, we go in there and I always get the two hour, the, the, the you know, the two hour parking for a dollar. Yeah. I'm only going to be there for like 15 minutes. But because somebody else is going to come and I just leave a little tag always just like right there. You know what I mean? So they can come in, they have that parking, you know, and just having that night. And I do that again, unconsciously. I remember I, I did that one time and I, you know, got back into the car. My wife just looked at me. She's like, man, I love you so much. And I was like, I love you too, baby. Like what happened? She was like, you're just such a caring person. Like, you're just so genuinely, like, caring and just looking out for everybody, like, and everything that you do, um, you know, and that just made me feel, like, amazing because, I, again, it's just, it's just it's in my nature, man. I, I love to do that. I love to um, help people when I can. I remember just uh, there's times, like, um, you know, growing up and I would just take a day when I was just myself, like, I, I wouldn't, you know, reach out to my friends or anything like that, just go out and try to do as many good things as I possibly can for people. It's paying for somebody's coffee, getting somebody lunch, you know, giving a kid a few extra dollars for some candy, holding the door open for somebody, you know, helping somebody change a tire, whatever it is, just something nice to somebody because I needed to to re-energize myself, and that's why I, that's how I did that. What is your biggest motivator? My biggest motivator is my family, my wife and my kids. Um, you know, they they are they are what I live for, you know, and I want to be the best man that I possibly can for them. So, um, you know, anytime that my wife or my, even my daughter now too, she looks at me and says, you know, I'm proud of you and, and all those things. It just, just means the world to me. It keeps me going. So definitely my family. What is your thought on judgment? There's no point, man. It's just, I, 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 you don't know what anybody's going through, you know, or what's happened to somebody. Um, because again, everybody faces and deals with things differently. You know, so um, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't judge anybody. I don't, you know, hold anything against it because I don't know what they're going through. You know, I, I would rather sit there and listen and try to help them and figure out what's going on as well or while figuring them out. But there's, there's no, there's no, no point, no time to judge anybody. What would you tell a kid who's in school and they're struggling with something academically and they're getting judged? Like I was getting called this stupid kid for so long and. Like, I, I started to believe it, you know, I started to believe I was a stupid kid. And then, you know, I did the studying and I did the right in the ABCs and sand and shaving cream. And I like put forth the effort and I found out that I had more to offer. What would you tell a kid who hasn't done that yet? And they're being called a stupid kid, but they hate it and they don't know what to do other than to fall into it and become a class clown. Don't, man. Like I said, Two things, I mean, people will always criticize you to try to have their own insecurities. So, you know, I, I don't like to focus on, and don't don't focus on what people are making fun of you for, you know what I mean? Like, you're a unique individual. You know, the fact that you're actually a person alive, living and breathing on this world, on this earth, is a miracle in itself. 
you know, so be grateful for that. Um, and, and, and just put in the effort, just try, if you really want to do something, go out there and do it. Like for me, I, I became really, really good at math because of my brother. Cause one time my brother was here and, um, you know, he was visiting us and we were learning, I was just learning how to do, uh, multiplications in school. Right. And I was so excited. I was so proud. And I was like, yo mom, I don't know how to multiply. And I'm sitting there like, mom, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, uh, three times nine. Uh, and I was like, my brother, like, 27. I'm like, what? Uh, okay. Um, uh, you know, no, uh, five times two is 10. And I'm like, dude. And I got so angry and I was like, I refuse to be beat in math by you. Like, yeah, I and I and I went and I and I just dug deep. And, and math and science are definitely my favorite subjects, far and beyond. And it's even so point like now, like I where it's, I'm doing what he did. Like my sister and my wife were talking the other day, and they were talking about um like the school and stuff. And because um, my daughter was gonna have a teacher, and it was like, oh, you know, there's four teachers and and and. and um and the kindergarten and she's gonna have one of those four you know what i mean like so what are the odds i'm like 25 percent and they're like oh well excuse me mr smarty pants like i was just like so triggered like i i can do that like you know yeah because i'm just so triggered in that so anybody struggling man just go out there and put the effort if you don't know practice 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 ask for help don't be afraid to ask anybody for help that's one of the things that i think we we lack or afraid to ask people help because we don't be called we want to be called the stupid kid um but you're not stupid if you're asking, you know what I mean? Like you're, you're trying to better yourself. It's stupid not to ask or not to seek help or not to try to better yourself, but you know, you can't hold that against yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah. So what is the, um, message you wish to portray in the spotlight and on your podcast and going to other podcasts? Like you're Freddie Fox, like you're a motivational speaker. What do you want to be known as? America's big brother. <laughs> yeah, ain't that, that, one that, that, who cares. Exactly. Just just one who cares. You know, I mean, it, it's, I, I've always tended to want to be that big brother to, to everybody. You know, um, I, 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 like my, my, I remember when I was little and I was telling my parents, you know, I'm like, man, I want a brother so bad. Like, I really want a brother. And then they were like, yeah, you know, you, you actually do have a brother. I was like, oh, snap, really? And I was, like, so excited, like, man, and then I got to meet him, and that just kind of, like, just transcended to me, like, with my friends, um, you know, I always try to be the best role model I could possibly be, you know, and try to give the best advice, the guidance, and support and love, excuse me, and love that, that people need. So that that's what I want to use my platform for, is that you can look at me and say, like, man, that's fab. You know, he's caring, he's loving, he's open-minded. You know, you can sit down and talk with him. I feel comfortable, I feel safe. And that that's what I want to ultimately portray and, and give off the vibes to people. Do you have dreams or goals? Uh, I got goals, you know. And, and I say it like this as we were talking is that when it comes to uh, dreams or just goals without action, you know, you can dream about, you know, being the best basketball player in the whole world. But if you're not waking up in the morning to go to the basketball court and train and work out um, and put in that work, you'll still be dreaming about being a basketball player and be nowhere near that and make it become a reality. And that was the same thing with this podcast, too. You know, I was like, man, I want to be a podcast. And I was saying that for it took me two years before I started my podcast, dude. Yeah, I had that video. I was cleaning the pool. I was like, yeah, I'm going to have a podcast. I was telling them, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And, and I was just so scared to to even start. I bought the equipment. It was just sitting there just collecting dust. And I was walking by, and I was like, man. And and, and, and I was 
talking myself out of it. Like, man, is anybody going to listen to you? Man, like, what you got to offer? Like, what are you going to do? You know, and you start to kind of really, like I always say, yeah, you, you are your own worst enemy. So I was really beating myself up about it until, like I said, you know I mean? I, I'm facing this head on. Like, I'm going to go out there. I'm going to do this show. You know, people going to listen. They're going to listen. If they're not, they're not. But I'm going to go out there and do it because I want to say that I was able to do it. And I did it. Um, and in the moment I did that and it just started to unravel and, and you know, look where we are now. You know what I mean? Like I, I'm 21 episodes in, but I got to do an episode with Jaleel, Jay Jaleese, Bobby Valentine, Dylan, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and it's just these, these wonderful, wonderful people who have so much to offer, man. And every single time that I'm done, man, it's just such an amazing, amazing feeling, you know, knowing that I was able out there and really living out my dream because I'm putting in the work to make it a goal and make it a reality. That's awesome. So, you know, I, I really truly believe in the hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. I really do. And I always, I look up to everyone, you know, everybody's got something that a trait that they carry with them that it's like, you know, everybody I connect with in the studio or anybody I connect with at work, it's like, I can learn something from you. And I look up to you for that and the skill you have and your people skills, your technical skills or, you know, what you have to say and how you motivate people. And I look at like, I'm like, oh, I get to have like, I also look at every day like I get to be here. Like, how do you view your days? What's your attitude towards a new day? Man. What can I do to make somebody's life better, man? What can I do to to, to leave an impact? What can I do to make a statement today? Um, You know, and, and. uh, luckily enough, um, I got two kids that I can leave an impression on constantly, even though whether they're watching and not watching and seeing that, but also seeing how that travels out in the world. Because, man, like, you know, when I go to, to see my t- my daughter's teachers and stuff like that, and I'm like, yeah, I'm Nyla's dad. And they're like, oh, my God, you're not. She's such a wonderful kid and such a joy to have her. And she's so, and I'm just like, damn, I'm doing something right. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I'm really, uh, I'm, I'm, Leave it an impact because I, I used to say this for a long time and I, I wanted to have kids because I know that I, I and, and you call it, it's not conceited, just confident who I am. Like, I know that I'm special. I know that I'm that I'm them unique. I know that I'm a very rare type of person. Um, and I can't wait to have kids to make more of me. You know what I mean? To yeah. have more people into this world because the more people in this world that I feel like we have like me, the better this world is going to be. You know, people who generally just love and care without you know, judgment, discrimination, bias, or anything like that, the, 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 the better we're going to be. That's awesome. Are you worried about, um, like, your kids? Like, do you want them going to college? Do you believe in them not going to college? I want my kids to be happy. You know what I mean? Whatever that may be. Yeah. I want them to be happy, and I want them to find their happiness um, and live it. You know, if... You know, if my daughter wants to become a doctor or get a doctorate, that's going to make her happy. Then let's do that. You know, if, if she, she wants to find a different kind of path and, and stuff like that, then, you know, let's do that. You know, I want her to to really be happy and not try to, um, you know, check out those checkboxes that, that, that the world or life wants you to fill out. Because, uh, you know, a lot of the CEOs or the people in these major tech companies stuff like that, they don't have college degrees. They're not, you know what I'm saying, the the, the straight-A student, but they got the straight-A students working for them. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, you know, wherever, they, wherever they're going to be happy, yeah, that's what I want them to be. That's what I want them to find. Talk to me about my your mindset. Like You told me a story today about how you, you know, somebody's like, can you do this? You're like, yes. Have you done it before? I can do it. Like, there's no... 
It's like, I'm going to make a clothing brand. Okay. Like, have you done it before? No, I'm doing it. Man, um, uh, and I'm going to keep saying this, I guess it's about the boundary we create in our own head, man. And, and as, as you know, they say that, that, uh, that saying, you know, whether you believe you can or you believe you can't, either way you write. So I'd rather believe that I can do certain things. Like with my daughter, uh, can't is a bad word in my house. It is a very bad word. So I don't want to hear her say, I can't do this. I can't. I'll check her real quick. No, you may not be able. You may have difficulty doing it, but you could always ask for help. You know, you can, yeah. you can do it. You just got to figure out a way. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to say I can't lift a thousand pounds. I mean, physically, I may not be able to do it, but I can figure out to get a you know bunch of resources or people to get the equipment to move that 10,000 pounds from here to there. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to use that as user say that I can't. I, I, I'll figure it out. And, and that's my approach to a lot of things is, is people when it comes to clothing or design or stuff like that or things about myself in general, like, hey, Freddie, can you do this? Yeah, I got it. I can figure it out. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm going to figure it out. Like, I got it. I got it. You know, and, and that that had that mentality has taken me so far, so far. And that's something I want to continue doing and I want to pass on to my kids so that they know how to do that and continue to do that as well. That don't, don't limit yourself to anything. I love that. What have you learned connecting with me and looking at my page? It, it it's it's a beautiful thing, man. Just just you know, and and the more I get to know you, the more more and, and impressed that I am by you. you know? I and appreciate really, that. You, you know, like you, like I said, starting off, you said from Russia and being there and, and coming here and and you're you're doing amazing things. You know, you yeah yeah, you have dyslexia, but you're the CEO of your own brand. You know what I'm saying? You got your own podcast. You're writing a book. You're doing things that people will never do in this lifetime who don't have this, who don't have any excuse, who don't have, you know what I'm saying? Like something that they could say like, oh, it's because of this where I'm not, where I'm, no, no, I'm, I'm taking charge of it. Like you're, you're, like you said, I'm taking control of my life. Nobody's going to, you know what I'm saying, determine where I'm going to be. You know, my teachers, not, 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 you know, my family like that. It, it Dylan is just going to determine where I am. So that is very motivational to me. Um, to seeing that too because I I, I wish man I <laughs> wish I just had like a small inkling of your mentality when I was your age man to see you know how far I would have be you know where I would become but you know I, what I could do is learn from you and what you're doing right now and implement that in my own life you know what I can do like the whole thing about like you said writing down your mistakes and things like that happening today is something that I'm gonna take care of with me I'm saying I'm yeah. you know implement myself and look back on ways to improve and, and really, really um, grow as a person. So, you know, everybody has something to offer. It doesn't matter how old you are, how young you are, where you're from, what you're doing, man, you can always learn from somebody. Always. That's awesome. So with your your brand and your podcast and the people you're connecting with, like I, I love the idea, like I made stickers. And I, I, I The trial and error, yeah. you know, it's, it's the trial and error is so valuable to me and the concept of failure. Like, what is your thoughts on failure? I'm excited about it. Like, like I, I don't know. I'm excited when I fail. So, oh, so, I get to so, learn. Like, like I said, Benjamin Franklin went and he, he tried a thousand ways and failed a thousand times, right, when he was creating a light bulb. And people was looking at him like, yeah, you, you, you failed so many <laughs> times. And he said, no, I just learned a thousand ways how not to do it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so, so. You know, take your lessons, and even even a uh, uh, DMX has said too in one of his uh, interviews too is that you know there's 
you could always find a lesson in something you know, if you're blessed enough to look for it. You know what I mean? Everything teaches you something. And that's how I look at my mistakes and stuff. If things go wrong or don't go my way or whatever and stuff, I look at it like, okay, what is this teaching me? What can I take away from this? What can I learn? Like, well, what's going on? I'm not going to beat myself up about it because it's not going to get me anywhere. And it's going to cost me moments of happiness that I'm not going to get back. So how can I make it better? How can I make this work for me? So it is, it's constant trial and error. And I do it with my kids too, my daughter. Like I see her try to do certain things and I won't help me. I'll just sit back and watch. Like, okay, what are you going to do next? How are you going to figure it out? What's going to happen? To get them accustomed to doing that, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it may not, first you may not succeed, but try, try again, you know? That's what we need. We need that. Like, people today are just so, so ready to be like, I can't do it. You know, I don't believe in the word impossible. The only the only way I will use the word impossible is I truly do believe it's impossible to not be intelligent because there's nine different types of intelligences. Other than that, it's not my vocab. Because nothing's impossible other than to not be intelligent of some way. Like you said, so even the word impossible says I'm possible. Nice. So, yeah. (laughs) That is awesome. What do you have to say to the audience? One thing. Because I struggled with it so long and it has plagued me so much in my life, be you. Be happy being who you are. You know, whatever that may be, whatever you want to do, whatever brings you joy, whatever be whatever, whatever that may look like, do that, be that, accept that, promote that, and don't let anybody change that. Yeah, you know, don't be afraid of failure. Don't be afraid of hard work. I'm not gonna say it's gonna be easy, you know, but if it was easy, everybody would do it. Right, and if right. it was easy, you know, the bigger risks you take, bigger rewards. Smaller risks you take, smaller rewards. You know, so when I'm up back, backed up against a a wall, may I say, I don't know what to do, and I have to do it. I got to jump somewhere. That's the time you learn the most and you grow the most. You know, so, you know, don't be afraid. You are capable. You are beautiful. You are intelligent. And you're you. That's the best part. Definitely. Will Smith said that the greatest things in life are located on the other side of fear. So just remember that, you know what I mean? Something scares you, man. And I mean, there's something wonderful behind that door, man. Just keep on knocking. That's awesome. Freddie, thank you so much for ha- coming on. I really appreciate you taking the time tonight to come on the show. Absolutely, man. Thank you so much for having me, man. I of appreciate course. it. This is Dyslexic Dylan with Dees for Dyslexia. You guys are all smart. You're beautiful. You are capable. You have so much potential. Don't be afraid to jump. Just do it. You know, Nike's thing is just do it. Do it. And if you fail, you learn not to do it that way. Keep going. Keep smiling. Pass it on. Thank you so much.